0: to another episode of the Insatiable Appetite. I'm Alyssa Chevalier, consultant on Hartman Retainer Services team, and I'm here today with my Hartman colleague, Elizabeth Aparizio. Today, we're talking about some of the work that we're doing around consumer responses to the COVID-19 pandemic we're going through.
1: Hi Alyssa, it's so great to connect with you on this really important topic. Uh, And as you know, the Hartman Group is doing a lot of ongoing research, both qualitative and quantitatively, around this evolving uh, situation.
0: Yes and as part of that we're doing some mobile ethnography to speak with consumers virtually since we are all working from home as well Um, and this has really been helping us to understand how the pandemic is impacting consumers lives right now as well as allowing us to translate this into an understanding of how consumer attitudes and values will continue to evolve as we move forward yeah certainly. And one thing uh,
1: in, that, in speaking with consumers, one thing that really stood out to us is how consumers are really quickly adapting their behaviors and finding new avenues to meet both ongoing needs uh, and emerging needs in this in this changing environment. And some of those needs are really foundational and they've existed for some time. If you think about things like parents trying to feed their kids uh, and, and really just generally trying to please everyone that's sitting at a meal together or the other needs around access and availability are emerging for more and more consumers right now due to the crisis specifically. Or there's others that are just having some more urgency. If you think about things like health and wellness or immunity in particular, uh, and then, but, But across all of these needs, uh, consumers are really showing uh, a nimbleness in how they're finding new solutions and really adapting their behaviors.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, one of the ways we see that is on a topic that has been making a lot of headlines. Um, This frenzy around grocery shopping is resulting in a lot of challenges for some of the consumers that we spoke to. Um, they've had to completely reconsider not only what they're buying when they're faced with empty store shelves, but also where and how they're shopping. So for instance, online shopping, of course, suddenly has new relevance, but this is also exposing a lot of tension points with consumers encountering delivery delays, and they're really worried about the impact of their choices on the welfare of the people who are delivering their groceries. Yes, yeah. And there's a lot of
1: new uh, tension points in the kitchen as well. Uh, once they do get their groceries home and whatever means uh, they're able to, um, there there's still a lot of needs around nutrition that are certainly not new, uh, though they may have more urgency behind them with current and health anxieties, but consumers are now having to really strategize and work with with, uh, these kind of quarantine pantries, if you want to call it that, while still trying to put together nutritionally complete meals and snacks. And I remember one consumer told us that he's addressing this by having a meal of pasta and frozen vegetables that he's uh, building from that quarantine pantry, but then also supplementing it with a protein shake to make sure that his nutrition goals are met for the day.
0: Yeah, that was a really interesting one. Um, And we also saw this um, taking shape in terms of consumer social needs. Um, So a lot of the consumers we talked to are finding new and different ways to deal with the feelings of isolation that are coming out of having to stay at home all the time. Um, Several of them mentioned that they're connecting with friends over video chat for virtual happy hours, which are not only bringing together groups that regularly see each other, but these are also being used to reconnect friends and family who are spread across the country or maybe even the world. So even though these tools were available before and many of us were using them, the sudden integration of them into kind of all aspects of daily life is really making consumers think about using them in new ways that they hadn't been doing before.
1: Yeah, certainly. Uh, And part of what you're speaking to is the management of mental health, I think, as well. And so that's, even though there is a a lot of focus right now on on physical health and and wellness and and just trying to protect yourself from the virus, there's also not only the anxiety around that, um, but also the the social isolation um, is also putting more stress on public, on on mental health Mm -hmm. uh, for consumers right now. And so uh, as we know, the consumers are really seeing uh, a connection to physical and mental health as well, which, which gives it all a, a new sense of, of urgency, which I keep saying, but I feel everything feels urgent right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's uh, this real drive to support one's mental health. And so this ultimately makes me think that also about all these current adaptations as a way to kind of manage your mental health, um, as a way to really find sense of control in your life. Um, consumers are really taking their knees into their own hands amidst all of these uncertainties. Uh, and this is especially important, um, with, uh, that, that heightened anxiety that, 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 um, that I'm referring to. And so at the end of the day, even though we're talking about food uh, and feeding feeding our households, we're also talking about these deeper c- cultural needs around things that are really uh, about empowerment and, and self-sufficiency and kind of taking
0: care of yourself and taking care of others. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And we really see that need for empowerment as forming the basis for future consumer behavior even as we start to be able to move around more freely and even once that happens with the economic recession that's already starting there will be certainly an increasing again sense of urgency around this idea of self-reliance but rather than that being another source of anxiety with these sort of scrappy solutions that we're already seeing customers or consumers employ in their daily lives, we see them approaching this need for self-reliance with a new sense of confidence and ease um, since these adaptations have already started becoming a natural part of their lives. So going forward, um, this need for a sense of empowerment is something consumers will be looking for on their own, but also certainly something that brands can tap into as a source of inspiration for new products and services That allow consumers to to take take on this greater degree of self reliance.
1: Yeah, certainly, and that's um, that's a really important uh, foundational consumer need. That's really we see emerging out of out of all of this, um, and and out of this kind of. Adaptation that we're seeing, uh, but that's just one thing that's going on. Um, but that's all we have today. For all we have time for today. We have a, a much more detail about these insights and, and others in our many projects um, and podcasts uh, uh, about uh, about COVID nineteen and the, the resulting trends um, around consumer behavior that we're seeing. So uh, we'll also have a special section on this topic on how consumers are using supplements, in particular, and functional foods to address uh, such concerns around COVID nineteen and that's going to be uh, as an element of our next syndicated report that will come out at the end of June. So this is certainly just um, the first of many investigations, and it's a really important topic.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, Elizabeth, for joining me, and thank you for tuning in this week. And feel free to reach out to us anytime if you want to learn more about any of our work around COVID-19 or any other consumer needs.